everybody and welcome to the sunny 16 podcast and tonight is an extravaganza it's a festival of photography it is a shining example of how visual media crosses the audio barrier anyway my name's aid hi we have got a bunch of stuff uh, here and a bunch of people here and it's going to be a fantastic conversation today so first of all i would like to say hello to john how you doing john hello i'm all good i've just suddenly realized as soon as we started recording it put everyone's faces out of alignment on the video so i'm, <laughs> I'm tweaking those at the same time <laughs> oh okay uh well you know it's good but that's to have cool a... I, I can multitask that's fine <laughs> oh, it's a live production it's a good yeah it's a good thing right so but but maybe we better move on not ask you to tell us a long history of your last week or so uh if you're doing technical things in the background to make me look even better than i would do naturally <laughs> so let's move on to somebody who looks good naturally anyway hey graham how are you <laughs> wow i was not expecting you to come to me then <laughs> nobody was expecting that i am good thank you aid yeah um i'm obviously delighted that we're doing a video show tonight because i am looking so elegant i think my hair might be nearly the longest here now <laughs> close just got me beat out but it's getting close now. um but yeah it's grand to be here and as has been given away by the fact that john's having to do on the fly editing this is a video show this evening as well so that's always harrowing for for reasons that will become clear momentarily if you bear with us <laughs> listeners and viewers Although the viewers might know already. Anyway, and uh, last and definitely not least of the co-hosts this evening. Hey, Claire, how are you doing? I'm good. Thank you, Aid. And as always, nice to be here. And it's nice to oh, see Tina again. Tina who? <laughs> we haven't introduced her yet. <laughs> I, I want to say. Have I spoiled it? Sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> but go ahead and complete the introduction, though, Claire. Okay, so... Um, Tonight's show is um, our Cheap Shots Challenge, um, which was about, well, I kept calling it Rewind. It was Rewind, wasn't it? No, really. Recline, it was Recline. Um, but I kept calling it Rewind, but Rewind, Recline, it's similar. No, not um, Recline either, Claire. No. A really fabulous um, guest who's been on before um tina tina rowe yeah <laughs> really nice to see you again <laughs> hey tina how you doing i'm doing very well thank you good and welcome to our professional media empire as our super special guest and not only that uh but the judge of the cheap shots challenge right which is Ooh. Oh, look at that. Even a siren. <laughs> That's definitely something important. I said that sound effect. I did all this for you. I organised it. It's fantastic. Uh, we're very glad to see you. Very glad to have you with us again. Uh, it's been too long. So, uh, yeah, Cheap Shots Challenge this week, folks. Uh, and uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's going to be a good one. Uh, definitely. Uh, as soon as we figure out which of the many words we used as a theme. <laughs> just like... Rewind. Rewind. <laughs> just to clarify, the, the subject was unwind not unwind. rewind not recline <laughs> or uh, <laughs> uh or words to that effect it was mm. unwind well i mean you can unwind and recline at the same time <laughs> fortunately that all works very well the so two are not mutually exclusive mm. no absolutely not in fact i would say that they are almost whatever the opposite of mutually exclusive is they go hand in hand if you're reclining then you're frequently unwinding if you're lucky so that's you know good. graham this challenge has been a long time in the making do you know that? <laughs> 
because when it was originally set, I hadn't been to Barcelona, which I went in July, and I was mm-hmm. actually thinking of um, buying an inflatable something to do a picture there. So it's a, it's been a long time, hasn't it? Mm. Uh, that is quite a long time. <laughs> yeah. If that was back in July and it's now the middle of October. We must have set so. it in June. Yeah, listen, <laughs> we wanted to be as generous as possible with people, mostly us, um, getting their entries. And we've got some great entries yeah. as well this week. This week, and we this wouldn't month. have wanted everybody to get stressed, given that the theme is unwind. I mean, if like over the summer, you know, you want to relax, don't you? So, yeah, it's, it's absolutely. Just... Absolutely. And the fact that we told them the deadline ended a month ago and... <laughs> <laughs> they all rushed to that deadline and then we've taken another month and i think aid you took your pictures last night was it aid <laughs> uh some today actually as well <laughs> oh, some today. Um, so uh but uh it's um that's the magic of of instant film you see so that's very true very true before we get into the judging the judging tina as always we need to catch up with what you've been doing because um it's always a very mixed bag of various sorts of crazy. Um, <laughs> I, I always love, I, I, everyone should follow Tina on Instagram because you just never know what's going to pop up next. And um, I'm enjoying seeing, you've had a few pictures lately of people just out in the wild, seeing your um, sort of gorilla art galleries around the place because you've got your tiles and stuff up, which is great. That's been going on. Um, what was it you said you were doing uh, prints on fabric? of with using liquid emulsion um and of course your movie so go on fill us in a bit on what the last few months have been um really just told everyone <laughs> <laughs> i'm moving swiftly uh, on then. yeah um i i had a, i was given a residency i went on a residency in july uh to a place called walton on the nays which is in essex mm-hmm. and it's a really nice lovely 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 little town that's got a, a kind of it's not a marina but there's an area where there's lots of sort of leisure boats not great big super yachts or anything you know normal people boats and then there's a proper bucket and sand sandy beautiful beautiful beach there's a huge pier with a fabulous fairground on the pier oh my god so good and um then there's also this beautiful, lots and lots of really beautiful countryside to walk in. And there's a great big tower there as well, which is amazing. And um, I thought what I was going to do when I was going to go there for the residency was just sit on the beach, take my camera and stop people and ask them, what are you doing here? Why are you here? What brings you here? And take their portrait and um, probably print them on something weird that we found on the beach as well and then send them that. And that's what I thought I was going to do. But for some reason, as I was driving down, I thought, yeah, maybe what you want to do is to buy a wedding dress and cover it with cyanotype chemistry and then expose shells on it and then jump into the sea and develop it. And that one stuck. It was really weird. So the first part of my residency was a wild goose chase looking for a wedding dress that I was prepared to pay for because uh, they wanted quite a lot of money for them. And uh, I eventually found something and we tested it. It worked all right, but the cyanotype slid off really quickly. Um, And then I said, right, now I need to film this. So I had to go and buy another wedding dress. (laughs) And I thought I would be back the next week. I just thought this is going to be easy. How difficult can it be to buy a wedding dress in London? There must be. (laughs) Well, it it wasn't hard to buy a wedding dress. I got one off eBay, a beautiful handmade dress from 1965, Mm -hmm. long sleeves, beautiful bodice lovely train thing at the back of it 
And then the weather happened, in case you didn't. I mean, August was terrible, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I was like, I want to go and cover my dress in cyanotype chemistry. And in the end, we didn't have a decent day until the 7th of September. So on the 7th of September, <laughs> standing on this beach, putting on this wedding dress, walking into the water, and my friend filmed it on his iPhone. Oops, sorry. And um, then when we came out of the sea, my friend started telling me about um, in Brazil, they have this character called Yamina, I think, mm. and that she sort of appears in a lot of South American folk lore and, and also in religious things. But I discovered that her day is actually on the 7th of September. So oh, right. <laughs> I came out of the sea dressed all blue like she does, you know, and, and it was on the right day. Yeah. Cool. Excellent. And it worked really well. The, so your, the movie that you made, um, yeah. short film, is out now, isn't it? It's on Vimeo. We'll put a link in the it's show Vimeo, notes. Yeah. It's on Vimeo. Yeah. Why is it on Vimeo in particular? I, I'm intrigued by sort of these. Yeah, Vimeo doesn't have the adverts that you get on uh, YouTube because you have to pay to use Vimeo. You've also got a lot of options with Vimeo that mean that you can have a very high quality video on there. So if you want to present work, particularly artists, quite often if you're submitting stuff to festivals and, I don't know, galleries and stuff, you can submit quite a large file on Vimeo if you pay them. Whereas YouTube, you're going to get a bigger audience, but you're also going to, you might end up next to an advertisement for something unpleasant. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) But but we can actually see, and I'm looking at it right now, because we can actually see the video, of course, on your website as well. Yes. TinaRow.co.uk. Yes. Yeah. It's on there. So, and there's a bit of an explanation about the story behind it, but it was it was mainly just about I wonder what will happen if I do that. And there's also a lot of conversation about about sustainable dark rooms and about chemistry and how toxic that is. And I did some maths about how toxic it would be to put the um, to work to wash the the cyanotype in the sea, and you know it was it was beyond homeopathic in the amount that that was in there but i i was also thinking about intro- introducing chemicals into the sea as well but mainly i just wanted to i don't know i just thought it would look spectacular mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it's a good job it was beyond homeopathic because i mean you were very much wearing the yeah masters. so <laughs> if it was going to be remotely toxic that was yeah. right on you was it harder to wash the chemicals out and you thought it was because it seems like you can't go there i had to swim about a bit in here to get this stuff cleaned off no that was just saying marcello would film me sort of sloshing around <laughs> in the water really i mean it takes a little while for it to develop i think we were filming for about i think we filmed for about 15 minutes but it was all in slow motion we made sure we filmed it all in slow motion so yeah i wasn't there wasn't much contact with me but i think i think it took about five minutes for the color to change properly in the water did the salt water make any difference at all yeah. no. <laughs> no, i was i was kind of hoping it might make a different color shift but no, no. Um, um like what are you doing with the wedding dress now i mean getting married i assume again <laughs> you've got a wedding dress it's a sort of <laughs> 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 um 
it's hanging up in my studio, but two weeks ago it was hanging up in a in an exhibition in the yard. So we had it actually in the in the this place where my studio is. It was just sort of hanging above everyone's heads, and we were projecting films, and we had music, and we had show, we had um, lots of other people's work up as well. You had an exhibition with all sorts of stuff, and you didn't just wear it. No, I wanted I wanted it hanging up. It's it's a massive train. I can't be stomping. It absolutely. I have to say the weather was atrocious. It absolutely weed down all weekend, and I would have just been soaking wet again. Yeah, but anyway, no. That's that. That you, you would have been an installation of your own artwork. Yeah. I would have been a very cold, very wet, very angry, very grumpy. <laughs> I have to suffer for your art, Tina. I, I mean, I don't know. I no, like no, 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 no. You're supposed to suffer. <laughs> suffer oh, I like from that. your art. <laughs> That's why I do it. Oh dear. I, other than that, the, the portrait work on various different mediums, that still seems to be very much where your focus is at the moment. I, I'm, I really am enjoying the, the um, stuff that you've had on your, sort of, uh, like I said, guerrilla art galleries out in the wild. <laughs> um, these brilliant pictures on, is it mostly tiles and stuff like that? It looks like the... Uh... Yeah, because I did the tests for the plates are all done on tiles. So mm. um, then I just had a studio full of tiles and I just thought, if Banksy can do it, then I can do it. Mm. Yeah. And I just and like, the guy the guy who's on the picture, the, the one the picture I posted yesterday is actually the fella whose picture is on the wall. So uh, I was trying I was going for a sort of inception thing. <laughs> it's very cool. I think it's just such a fun idea. And has the stuff stayed where it's been put for the most part? Well, it's quite funny on the one on the wall yesterday somebody had written what twit down the side. <laughs> <laughs> wow! I think Twitch. it's about mask. I think I think it was for mask wearing. Yeah, I I was surprised they didn't write something a bit rude about me. It was that's a twit. Other one I've got I've got I've seen half of it has been peeled off. So I think somebody stuck a sticker on it and pulled the sticker off. Mm-hmm. And what? Oh, you might not want to keep this. Uh, one of them there's 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 some by the canal. Um, and. I put it quite low, and I think actually people have been peeing on it because <laughs> <laughs> it's so bleached in a pattern, and it is like so. Maybe cut that bit out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, that's, that's alternative processing. <laughs> yeah, it's a little more alternative than I would like, but yes. So that's awesome. That's great. Yeah, that's fun though. <laughs> Thank so, you. You've had a look at the pictures that our listeners sent in. What do you think of them? Quick overview of them. I like them. I like the ones. I particularly like the uh, the fact that there were there was more than one picture by different people. I've lost my link. Hang on, where's the link? The pictures. <laughs> Sorry, but this, there are some lovely colour ones. Hey, this is where we lose you as you try <laughs> to find the pictures. I know, I can't find, I had them up. Oh God, I'm so sorry. There were some really lovely colour ones. Mm-hmm. And it was nice to see the use of colour. There's one really rather fetching sofa. Well, it's not a sofa, it's like a, a seat. <laughs> in this little garden. There's a lovely pink on that one. And it came just after another pink one with a picture of Venice. So there's some really nice things on there. Do you find, cause you, because you mostly work in black and white for all your liquid emotion stuff, are you quite drawn to colour when you see it, Tina, because of that, because it's not a frequent part of your workflow? No, 
Well, um, I do use colour a fair amount. I'm probably because because you see a lot of liquid emulsion stuff. There's other mm -hmm. stuff that I don't like. With the pinhole, I use colour. So no, I really like colour. I like and I I particularly like colour that's done on um, slide film. So if my husband came into the <laughs> moving things around. Let's find out who who you get married to next. <laughs> Sorry about that. Address will marry. He's gone now. <laughs> well, shall we start going through these pictures then? Mm. Through our fabulous slideshow pictures. Uh, John, do you want to bring up? There you go. So these. Oh, hang on a second. Um, somewhere in here we've got the information about who these are. So this first one, because a lot of people um submitted two pictures. These first two actually first two um are from bear brown professor bear brown um so uh i'm just gonna quickly read through this email because this is one we didn't talk about previously on the podcast mm -hmm. um so this first image which is the one we're looking at now clonk is a picture of wife and nieces as they ventured out of the house early this summer to see if the geese were visiting our local pond. We like to take a walk in the evenings after the sun starts to go down because we like to think it's cooler here in coastal Georgia. But who are we kidding? Unwinding from a full day of online interaction. And this is shot on Arista 400. Um, I, I love this picture. Um... When I look at that picture, it doesn't speak to me of unwinding. It's it fills me with kind of quiet dread in some ways. It just it feels slightly <laughs> just the way they're all there with their backs to us, just looking out. It it, it feels slightly like a still from an old black and white horror film. Yeah, <laughs> so they, they've either recently pushed somebody in there or somebody's <laughs> about to be pushed in there. <laughs> what do you think of it, Tina? It looked to me. I thought that they were waiting for somebody to show up. Because I didn't like, see any text at all. Like it, Godzilla it like... rising from the deep. Well, I, I must admit, I'm probably a little bit less um, horror inclined. <laughs> 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 think maybe somebody's... It looks like there's something really interesting happening just there's, beyond... Somebody, there's somebody in a see. wedding dress floating around. Yeah, in somebody <laughs> in a wedding dress. A blue woman emerging from the water. <laughs> no, but it, does, but it just looks, it looks like there's something really interesting going on. But I didn't think of it as being threatening <laughs> i think not threatening but it's just sort of the the apparent intensity of the attention that's being paid to this water despite a clear absence of any geese at least there's no geese in the picture <laughs> maybe if you stare hard enough can you see any geese in there john no i can i can imagine with this one though that it's this it's the story of a parent mentally unwinding right and or maybe unraveling and and there's a strong internal debate of whether to pull the children back from the edge of the water <laughs> or, or to just push them in yeah and that, that that for me embodies the struggle that every parent goes through every day <laughs> true that Okay, the second picture from Bear Brown is of a chair that is located behind a shopping centre. It has been there for months, and at first I thought someone had simply dumped it, which is a fair assumption. But every once in a while, someone would add something. A footstool, a beach umbrella, more chairs. This day was simply a bottle of soda and a pillow. If that didn't suggest unwinding. Um, and that was shot on Lamography 400 colour, and both of these were actually shot with the Lomography Constructor, mm. which I think bonus points for getting <laughs> good images out of an undeniable piece of crap. 
um, the, <laughs> lamography constructor. I mean, admittedly, I built my lamography constructor, so maybe that's why it was a piece of crap. Um, they look like coffins. <laughs> they do a bit, I, don't they? Yeah, I hadn't thought that. They do like, like little, little Yeah, I, I love Show the story, coffins. But... See, see, now who's going <laughs> scary? <Yeah. laughs> I, I just love that this this living room scene is slowly <laughs> expanding, though. I mean, start off with a chair, and then you've got side tables. Like, where's it going to end? <laughs> that That's great. cool. I like that. Yeah. Mm. Yes. I, I like it. It looks like I, a... I really sorry we're gonna say claire i said i i like it it looks like my type of a set <laughs> uh yeah it would work it definitely would work for you wouldn't it claire? Yeah, that's a... and i actually and i like lamography uh 400 as well and so i quite like the the hues of the film as well but yeah i like it it's my type of set and the first image graham mm -hmm. with you i i kind of um uh especially the the two is it the two the two girls i was thinking it's kind of like a blair witch um standing <laughs> yeah i think uh, it probably says more about us than about them yeah. really. it's a special show about the joy of photography and the happy feelings that photography can bring into people's lives this week isn't it definitely yeah but no yeah. i like it i love the i love the i like them both i like that scene the set yeah i like it Okay, next picture. These next two are both from Phil Goff. I think we've spoken about these in the podcast mm. before, but just to go with them again, these were shot on a Casina CT4, um, mm. which uh, is a, it, I, so I hope it counts the cheap shots camera as it was a freebie and has the glorious bonuses of a back that opens partially every now and again and a film advance that ensures that there will always be some frames completely overlapped without rhyme or reason. That's what you want from a good cheap shot challenge camera. Um, so this first one is at the tail end of a load of uh, paddle boards. Mm -hmm. Paddle boards. I think they're paddle boards, yeah. Yeah. Um, yes, paddle boards, it says so. Uh, with their fins all poking up. Um, I, I love that because I... I I, I just love the row of shark fins in that. The thing about the real darkness, the blackness of those fins, I find very appealing. Maybe that's just me. Like many Jawses. They are a bit, aren't they? I mean, it's uh, yes, definitely like mini mini sharks. Ba baby sharks. Maybe this is the baby shark photograph. <laughs> what do you think, Tina, with this one? It's a good composition. I like the angle it's from. Mm. Yeah, it's a nice composition, but I think I like his other one a little bit better. Okay, let's look at the other one then. Come on, John. Second one is is of two paddle boards. Yeah. Uh, upright at the edge of the water. Yeah, but I like the in the clouds. There's those. They're like. Uh, is, is, isn't that something paragliding? No, they're, it's they're kites. I think uh, they're oh, the for, kite. for, for for kite surfers. Kite so, surfing, yeah. yeah. So I think it looks like yeah, there's a couple of kite surfers out there on the water somewhere. Can't can't yeah. see them particularly easily, but definitely you can see the kites in the sky, which is mm. interesting shapes. And I like this, the sky. I like the clouds as well. Really yeah, nice. this picture does highlight a trap that I fall into with monotonous regularity, because it does suffer from that thing of whenever you've got a body of water, it's 
on the wonk. But Ooh. there's not enough room in the frame to straighten that wonk oh, no. out without clipping out half the paddleboard. Um, I'm always doing that. It's, uh... it's I think so everybody's family has somebody that's famous for that. I think if you're mm -hmm. the one in your family, in my family, it was my dad. He was always the one who was famous for getting his horizon lines on skewiff. <laughs> so yeah, definitely lots of holiday photos. So this is this kind of is like fond memories of holiday photos for me because the you know our holiday photos were always shot at an angle, <laughs> accidentally at an angle. Did, like after uh -oh. a while, did you start compensating in the photos by leaning the other way? <laughs> <laughs> Only once I was old enough to drink. <laughs> I'm just trying to look and see what film this was shot on because it's. I mean, obviously, the processing is also a significant part of it, but they're quite like considering it looks like a nice, bright, sunny day, but they're quite moody pictures, both mm. of them, aren't they? There's quite a lot of atmosphere for shots that were taken on a bright, sunny day. I don't think it says in the in the in the no. uh, in the show notes that we have. I don't think it says what film it was. Mm. No, good stuff though. Mm. Okay, next picture is uh, from our friend Alex Purcell. And it's a lovely picture of his daughter playing on the swing. Um, again, I feel like Alex should get bonus points for the fact that he shot this on a Zenit. <laughs> but suffering through that um, on Phone Pan 100. Um, what do you guys think of this one? Uh, I it, 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 she's not just on the swing is she, she's done she's done that thing where you wrote you wind up the chains so that like uh, uh, and then let yourself go and spin around which mm -hmm. which is always fun I mean it's a literal unwinding it is, that's I mean, a really good point it is literally nice, unwinding yeah yeah brilliant it's it meets the brief <laughs> uh, yeah it's the look on her face that I really enjoy. You can just you can just see enough of her face that it's caught at the right moment to just see that and the thrill of it all going on. It's great. Yeah, and the mo and the blur of movement as well. Yeah, so so you clearly clearly you can see what's going on and this movement in it too. I like that. I like right, the movement. Yeah. It's a very accomplished photo. I think mm -hmm. very very good, Alex. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. Go for it, Tina. You're you're here to judge judge him. I, I just think it's lovely. It reminds me of school holidays when I was a kid. It's just lovely because I would have done that. Surprise. Mm. <laughs> and and as, as you mentioned, um, I, like the movement in there, I think is so nice because it's, if that had been a static frozen image, mm -hmm. it would still have been a nice picture, but getting the movement in there just conveys the, the energy of, of that experience of just going way, round yeah. and round and round. I think it, it's really additive. Um, it's it's kind of it's more than sharp enough to see the expression and see the the joy, but just that movement there, I think, is very good. Very did good. um did Alex send through any of the frames where like her back? He was missed to it us. completely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that that I suspect is the other thirty-five frames. We're all here saying, "Oh, good work, Alex," and he's actually burnt through so many. That's so okay. Many. That's all right. <laughs> That's all right yeah. You get get the result, you know. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Who's up next? Uh, okay. This next one is from uh, Keir Fry. I'm going to go so. with that. Yeah. With apologies if I've mispronounced one or indeed both of those names. Um, again, I'm not sure we talked about this one. So um, Keir shot this on an Agfa clack. 
which is a medium format six by nine box com camera mm -hmm. or, or that has some brief resemblance to a camera while lacking most of the features normally associated. Uh, it's got three choices of aperture uh, between uh, 10.5 and 13.5. And the shutter speed choice is uh, 130th and bulb. So it's quite limited. Um, and these pictures were taken whilst on an overnight camping trip he took with some members of his World War II Soviet <laughs> reenactment group, which is that's that niche. explains it. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, exactly. Um, he says, while we've been spared the worst of COVID here in Australia, we've seen most large events cancelled, including the Living History Festivals we would normally attend. So it's been a great way to get out and unwind doing stuff like this. It's a lesson in military history, this as well. I, didn't, I was unaware that yeah. Soviet Russia had invaded Australia. Uh, yeah, there you go. The more you learn, the less talked about. Mm -hmm. So the first shot is of the sleeping arrangements for the night, mm. trying to harness the sunlight through the trees, only partially succeeded, if that lens flare can be called success. Uh, but I think the mix of sharp and blurred focus evoke the mix of cosy and uncomfortable that typifies sleeping in this kind mm. of shelter. <laughs> Are they sleeping outdoors on the ground in Australia? That strikes me as being quite potentially deadly clearly they must know they must know their stuff they must know their stuff if they're if they're camping outdoors you know and that, that that doesn't look like a tent in that photo that's like some sort of bivouac isn't it they, they've made just with a bit of tarp or something by the looks of it so well done it's everybody very, for surviving till breakfast it's a very rustic encampment yes with a nice bit of um light leak kind of in the middle there quite magical yeah I, it works really well i think actually it's good it's making me um i like i mean i like the light in this and the setting and it's actually i can link this and the the previous two pictures because it's making me um in with the right weather or the right climate I'd, I'd really like to do outdoor camping you know some outdoor camping and then wake up and go paddleboarding <laughs> and finish with a swing. And I actually know the <laughs> ideal place to do that <laughs> on the island. Finish with a swing. Yeah. <laughs> you never do well for swing. I love swings. Um, <sighs> yeah. So I, I can, yeah. And I know a, a place on the island where you could do that. You could camp and then you could go paddleboarding and then you could finish with a swing <laughs> all in the same location. <laughs> Very good. Noted swinger Claire Marie Bailey. Um, also, I'm, I'm definitely you... booking my next holiday to Anglesey. <laughs> it's got everything. It's got everything. Um, yeah, I'm, no, I'm going to no. say that you can be too old for a swing because I'm pretty sure the last time I went on a swing, I thought, oh no, I feel awful. I need to get off this. I am too old for this. It's making me feel so sick. So, um, Are you sure uh, that wasn't the it? roundabout swing? You must have been around a swing, surely. No, I think both of them are pretty bad. Uh, uh, what I love about this picture, yeah. <laughs> What uh, is that? This picture, mm. if you know, like, if I saw this picture and somebody said to me, "Oh, this was taken during World War Two, you go, "Yeah, okay, one hundred believe that," because you know the cameras. I'm not sure it's completely era appropriate, but it's pretty darn close, and it's, it's given a look that feels like the kind of thing you see from that time from um, just snapshots that were taken, and obviously the camp yeah. also <laughs> looks. That's good. It's good. Okay, good and point. this. And the second picture uh, of my traveling companions enjoying a meal together. 
I, I like this shot more for the memory it recalls rather than any particular photographic excellence, but it's from one of my favourite images from the weekend. So yes, these fine gentlemen sitting around eating probably something terrible. Spam, right? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. I think it's cool. I like it. It works well for me. Which is your yeah, favourite I... of these two, Tina? Oh, sorry, John. I can say I like this photo because normally when you take photos of people eating, they end up being something that should never be released. But this <laughs> this one's this one's all right actually. It's no one's got their mouth open. There's no food on display. So yeah, good work. Mm. So sorry, what do you think of these two, Tina? To be honest, when I first saw them, I thought they were old photos. I I, I was a bit bamboozled by them. Uh, I think they're really they're they're quite amazing. They really are very evocative, aren't they? Mm. I mean, yeah. I I would never have put them as being in Australia either. So. No, no, Good definitely job. not. Yeah. It's the, those cameras, like the old um, six by nine box cameras and the old six by nine folders. Those can be such a good, cheap way of having fun because um, they're pretty ubiquitous, and they never. I mean, you you can buy some high end folding cameras that people will pay quite a lot of money for, but certainly with the box cameras you can still pick those up for next to no money and um you might not want to blow the prints up big because they wouldn't they were never built with the idea of enlarging the negatives for they were built for more with the idea of making contact prints they'll postcard prints but um it's still a lot of fun a lot of fun i've got quite a few box cameras around and yeah good times to be had with those okay what's up next Oop. It is Alex Morrison. Oh, Claire's got, got a swing. Mm. More swings. <laughs> These look like fairground, those uh, fairground swings, aren't they? What do they call them? There's a word for those. Um... Swing boat? No. Not swing thinking... chairs. Swing chairs? Swing like, chairs, yes. Swing chairs? All right, okay. I've been on them. I love them. Of <laughs> <laughs> swing. I love um, them too, yeah. This was shot on another old box camera, a Kodak mm. Hawkeye, um, which is another six by nine box camera from 1935. Mm. It was uh, Alex's grandfather-in-law's. Oh. Um, it sounds like it's not been kept in the best conditions, but uh, yeah, I think it still pulled some pretty great results out. Um, so yeah, so this first shot uh, taken because Alex has just come back. Bless him, he's just. He's moved back from Las Vegas, where he has been living for the last several years, wow. to to Bristol. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's my very first similar trip, places. Very similar. My first trip from my new hometown uh, in Bristol after returning to the UK from overseas, shot on a sunny day. I was confident the shutter speed would be more than fast enough to freeze the action. The delay between pressing the shutter and the camera firing took some getting used to, as did the somewhat non-specific frame lines. Mm -hmm. um, but I think this has worked really well. I, I really do love this first picture. And I think the framing... I, I love the detail of just the we are we the curious we the, I like the bottom that. right hand yeah. side of that. I like that. And again, yeah. good sky. I don't know. I, I want I want to know what's in that building. If if they've put a, a you know a, a a sign above the door that says we the curious, then I want to know what's in the building. Maybe it's a museum or something, or like a, a science place or something. 
or or maybe he's cut the word George out and it's just like a, a building with monkeys in um maybe this maybe it's be the curious George and it's just a shop dedicated to curious George. Who knows? Who Could knows? be could I mean, be. there's a popular I... shops in Bristol, I hear. <laughs> yes. Like M&M World in London, you get Curious George World in Bristol. You're not being naughty. You definitely should. <laughs> Stop now, please. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Um, I, I, like, you can see this lovely band, as you look at this picture, of lighter, uh, uh, exposed image, uh, sort of, more exposed image in the middle and in the darker band to the um outside of it. Um and that's worked very well. It's a fun fun effect. Um it's a feature. It's a feature and there's quite a lot of detail in there as well because it's you know being a six by nine neg, even though it's not pin chop but there's actually you know a good lot of detail in there. Um as opposed to his second picture. <laughs> Less detail. Less so, detail. To, to be fair, Alex does say in his note that this was, uh, I think it shows his inexperience with the camera, is is how he puts it. Yes. So this is, uh, this is a picture of his uh, grandfather's pocket watch. Uh, we, mm. we assume this picture was grandfather's pocket watch because he obviously had very high expectations of how close the focus on the box camera was going to be. Um, and the answer was not this close. So it's nicely out of focus. Very nice bucket on the chain. That's how you say that word, right? Um, yeah, it's, uh, yes. Uh, it's it, it it's definitely there. It's definitely a pocket watch, though. Yes. You could, you know. I, I, I think he's going trying to go be smart again because again it's a watch, so you know unwinding. Yeah, yeah. So, you know. There's no 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 uh, no points deductive for interpreting the theme literally. Mm -hmm. We're not all concept artists. Well, I mean, you say that, but Tina, are you going to deduct points for? I mean, you know, you're the judge. Would you deduct points for interpreting the theme literally? No, absolutely not. <laughs> What do you think of those two then? Which is your favourite out of those two? Oh, it's got to be the swing chairs. Mm -hmm. I love the swing chairs. Nothing I like more than sitting on a swing chair with my pinhole. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like people. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know what that was. People take photos quite often of fairground machines from, yeah. um, from tripods, but I like being on fairground machines with my pinhole. So I like the other one. Mm. <laughs> All righty. <laughs> In a wedding dress. In a wedding yeah. dress. Yeah. You're that, not going to do that one lie, are you, okay? <laughs> you, need, you need to be on there in a wedding dress with people hosing you down as you whip past to wash the wedding dress. <laughs> that would be good. Okay. I'm going to um, do that right now. <laughs> okay, next up, we've got Billy Sanford's barbecue. Um, so what, I don't know, what did Billy shoot this on? Like, oh, yes, his Vivitar point-and-shoot. Vivitar Series 1 point-and-shoot camera. A fire-fine camera, indeed. So um, his mm. first one is of his barbecue set. A very I think, I think your, your, your use of the term barbecue in some cultures could be considered pejorative, I think. Is um, uh, well, you, well, you know, it's de very definitely referred to several times in Billy's note as the cookout. Oh, and, okay. Oops. 
Okay. Whatever. Whatever. No, I don't. I don't know. I don't know how precious you know uh, Billy may or may not be about the correct terminology for outdoor cooking. But you know, just just check in. Just just wouldn't want you to 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 make some kind of cultural gaffe, Graham. Uh, Heaven where, forbid. Where, where, does, where would you say cookout? Where's that from? Um, that's a really good question. Would that be maybe? Maybe in Australia? No, because they say Barbie. Don't Maybe it's in America. Maybe it's in the Americas. Mm. I don't think I'm familiar with that. I don't. I I I could almost say um, uh, in South Africa, but the Afrikaans, I believe, is braai, and so I think a lot of people from South Africa would refer to that as a braai. Nice barbecue. It's a nice machine, though, isn't it? Well, not machine. I mean, barbecue thing. What do you call that? It's a Oven. set of tools. It's like in a in a case. It's it's. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 proper dedication. That is, yeah. That's thorough. Yeah, nice. Looks a bit like a spaceship as well, or a little robot. Yeah. <laughs> that's a small good. fiery robot <laughs> <laughs> called Cookout. <laughs> a a good a good summer's evening and a barbecue mm. that can mm. be one of the best unwinds. Just just sitting out there. As long as somebody else is doing the cooking. Yeah, um, yeah, it's definitely uh yeah, definitely get that. I was just about to jump in with that, but you got me you got there before me. And and there's beer there. He's got the you know, there needs to be booze and there needs to be somebody else doing the cooking, which in this case is Billy. I think he's got it nailed. That's a good unwind. Um mm. although as a vegetarian, it's always slightly stressful because you're like, mm, have you cooked my vegetarian burgers? on the same place you cooked all your gross meaty burgers and are they all now you know these are the stresses we have right claire mm. but you <laughs> can have on... a separate barbecue yeah. cookout whatever you call it or a separate grill can't you mm. yeah you should do uh, uh, there was a um uh, Sinead, my partner's staff barbecue staff summer barbecue recently they had somebody there doing a cookout they were doing mm-hmm. i don't know yeah um they got some caterers in to do that and the Sinead's boss asked them if they would mind cooking. Yeah, you know, they supplied all the food now for the cookout thing. And they said, Would you mind just doing some chucking some of these um, veggie burgers on the grill as well, please? Just because you've got vegetarians. I'm like, no, we will not have veggie burgers on our grill. Well, <laughs> really? Wow. I mean, it makes sense the other way around, but yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. Mm. Okay. What's the next one up from Billy John? It's Billy's. Yeah, Billy's next one is called "Damn Fisherman." Damn Fisherman, gotta love a good play on words. It is, uh, yes. Ah, I didn't see those fellas before. No, oh, I didn't. Got them at the end. Yeah. Oh. So, so this yeah. is a popular place. I'm taking it in Billy's locality that people fish. Is it? No. Uh, <laughs> Uh, reading the notes, uh, sort of, yes, I think. Uh, so the notice these two gentlemen fishing where the water exits the power station. Okay, mm-hmm. so, uh, yeah, so so it lo- looks like a big dam, water exiting the power station, and there are two chaps fishing on uh, off the edge of the, the, the walkway or the embankment beside it. So mm. nice. Fishing is definitely a good way to unwind. Is it, is it still the most popular sport in the UK? It always used to be historically. Really? Mm, wow. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those ones that I, when I first learned that many, many, many years ago, it was like, really? <laughs> just exactly like how you just said it, too. 
prisons. Yeah, uh, do you, have you ever fished aid? Um, do you know what? I think once when I was a kid on a holiday, I got taken mm-hmm. to a salmon farm or something like that. Um, uh, but I didn't catch anything. So um, <laughs> other than that, I guess cra- does crabbing count? You know, when you get like the orange string and you put it over the side of the dock in a, in a, in a fishing <laughs> town when you're in Devon on holiday or something <laughs> like that. Yes, that counts. <laughs> Does it count? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, I've been fishing too in that case. <laughs> um, but no, I, 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 other than that, no, it's not something that I've ever ever really experienced. But there you go. Maybe it's good for unwinding. I, I have been fishing once. when Again, when I was a kid, we went um, sea fishing out from Conway up in North Wales. Mm. And so we're out on this boat. And you have these fishing lines with multiple hooks on them. And basically, once they found the fish, you're kind of putting these fishing lines in and then more or less straight, pulling them straight back out again. They've got like four fish on you, just constantly doing this, pulling more and more fish out. Like, that wasn't relaxing at all. It was very wow. nice. <laughs> you're just pulling up fish after fish after fish. Um, and then you end up with loads of fish. <laughs> do you not eat fish? When you were a kid. No, I did. I did. Well, actually, I'm not sure if I ever ate any of those fish. I mm. never like. I don't like fish very much. <laughs> so maybe that's why. Maybe it's a traumatic mm-hmm. incident. Traumatic incident. Yeah, um... Okay. So, so, so these photo. This photo, at least, is not doing it for you, right? You'd be worried with the cookout. You'd be worried that there was like meat juice on it, and then with the fish, it'd just be stressful. Mm. I, I'll I'll take the cookout over the fishing. Okay. Um, you know, uh, the fishing I would be so bored. I mean, I, I believe that people can unwind, but I'd I'd sooner just go to sleep. <laughs> it just seems like fishing is an excuse to go somewhere and go to sleep by the side of a river. I don't know why you need a stick to do that. I'm just not entirely sure <laughs> what the stick and the piece of string is for. But is that like not needing a stick to get and a little white ball to go for a walk? Is that that sort of thing as well? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Fair enough. Alrighty. Okay. Next up. Who's next? Oh, popular. A, a long-running cheap shots camera with a new owner. That's yeah, yeah. Oh, there is... it is. Indeed. Yes. So, well, I should maybe talk about this one because uh, this this is from Build Two, uh, and he is using the Pentax Auto One Ten. Uh, which uh, used to be one of my cameras uh, oh. and, until uh, until my camera diaspora and one of them made its way to the far-flung shores uh, of Australia. Um, and it, well, far-flung from here anyway. For Bill, it's probably quite local. But uh, it reminds me, actually, there was, um, that reminds me of a Tommy Cooper joke. Right? Who oh, remembers no. Tommy Cooper? Oh, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's just he's, he's, so, so there's this Tommy Cooper joke, right? And he says, he, um, and he, he picks up the phone and he rings out and says, Hello, is that the local swimming bath? And the, the, the response says, I don't know, it depends on where you live. Oh, God, <laughs> he's here all week, folks. Oh, I, God, I love Tommy Cooper. <laughs> Tommy Cooper was great, wasn't he? he wasn't was, he great? Yeah. He was, he the was man. great. He was. <laughs> there's a reference for all of our young listeners and foreign listeners so this is what youtube is for so you know if you don't remember who tommy cooper was actually even if you do remember who tommy cooper was go look him up on youtube anyway look look at spoon jar jar spoon Spoon jar. that's my favorite 
<laughs> I have a vague memory of that. I'm going to actually have to do that because I don't remember it properly. But something you've just said there triggered a memory and I need to go look it up now. I'll be back in 10. <laughs> <clears throat> Oh dear. Sorry, should we talk about Bill's vote? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Bill. Who was 100? Has someone turned 100 in Bill's family? Oh, I didn't even notice that. <laughs> oh, yeah, wow. Yeah, birthday balloons turning 100. So I think wow. it was a, a combined household scored uh, 100. So, yeah, I think it was um, the joints together. I don't think Bill has turned 100. If he has, he's looking Bill, very good on it. He looks amazing. <laughs> I thought maybe, I don't know, a relative had or something. It looks very desaturated. What kind of film is it? Uh, it just says, actually, it doesn't say what it just says, one term film, which is kind Pro of obvious given the camera. But it's um, probably Lomography Tiger, right? Because the, <laughs> that's the one good thing about one term film, is that no, the, tiger is really the tiger is really saturated and, and quite warm, quite orangey in colour. Okay. Um, when I used to shoot this camera, uh, it was the tiger, because the tiger was, at that time, tiger was pretty much the only film you could get. Um, mm. uh, so. And I remember it distinctly being, yeah, really vibrant colours and quite warm. Um, so I'm guessing this is not that. Maybe it's something expired. Um, that could be mm. why the why it's desaturated. Yeah, it's not a lot of choice. Not a lot no. of choice. It can't be that expired because one ten film does not hold up at all when it's expired. Um, really? these negs are so tiny. Well, they're such small negs. I I made the mistake. I've talked about this before. Of I bought a 110 camera and um, it still had some film in it from the early 80s. And I thought, well, this would be perfect for recording Christmas on when my children are really small. It wasn't a good idea. <laughs> really wasn't. That was all. Oh, they were they were pretty gnarly images from that. <laughs> they had degraded spectacularly. Um, wow. So, yeah. It's cool. um, the film is Metropolis by the looks of it. It's in the uh, file now. Yeah. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. Didn't. Yeah. Didn't know they did Metropolis on one mm. Is a... that a Lomo film? Yeah, I think it came yes. out last year. Mm. Okay. No, that that make that kind of makes sense now. Actually, now you say that, I hadn't, uh, I hadn't thought to look at the file name. That's crazy thinking, John. Mm. What, what <laughs> it would be that organised. Only a hundred-year-old Bill too would put the file. <laughs> yeah. That's it. when you live that long, you go in that kind of wisdom. That's, yeah, that's experience. That isn't it. <laughs> It does look a lot like um, Bleach Bypass, though. It, looks, mm. it does look like that a lot, which does, is interesting. Yeah. Mm. So I'm thinking, maybe I'll have a go with that. <laughs> yeah, it's got an interesting look to it. And you don't really, yeah. a lot of people have, or a lot of the examples I've seen of it have been people out doing sort of street work and stuff like that with it because of that kind of look. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's quite fun seeing it applied to stuff where you think it fundamentally normally wouldn't be used for trying to catch colourful stuff. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah, that's nice. I'm going to have a play. Yeah. And then <laughs> the next one is... Is it a microphone? Looks like it's it. two cameras. It's cameras two and a stiff drink. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cameras. Oh, TLRs, right. Sorry, I thought it looked like it was a microphone in a cradle, but it's actually a TLR. Yes, okay, I can make sense of it now. It's contrasting. <laughs> it's a little I'm gonna I'm gonna listen. I'm gonna say it's a little um underexposed. That's no no, just crunchy blacks is what it is. No, crunchy crunchy blacks as a as crunchy a creative blacks. choice. 
crunchy in the same way that chewing on gravel would be quite crunchy. <laughs> <laughs> it's moody. Um, I like it. I like the moodiness. Yeah, there's a little bit too much mood in there for me, and I can't see what it mm -hmm. is. I like the bottle of wine at the back, or the bottle of whatever that is. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's whiskey. Probably. yeah, that's whiskey. It's got to be whiskey. <laughs> wow, surely. I'm a little bit concerned about your um, very <laughs> definitive. That's whiskey. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what? Actually, do you know what though? That that speaks unwind to me. Actually, a bottle of a bottle of whiskey and a, some cameras to play with, definitely slowly uh, blacking out. Yeah, and, and yeah, so with <laughs> with some crunchy blacks. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I like this. One. I like that. One. I like the lighting. See, I, that's. Yes. Perfect mood for me, Graham. See, see, oh, for me, that that is what that, that, that it is the me. I like that kind of the lighting, the atmosphere. It's too moody for you. It's 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 enough for me. <laughs> yeah, it's got the, the right amount of darkness for you, Claire. Yeah, the right amount. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's fair. Like I, I, I'm happy to be wrong. Um, <laughs> it's like an advert from an old 1970s magazine. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It is, yeah. Some sort of men's lifestyle magazine. You know? I mean, again, it's, it's like whiskey, and whiskey and cameras for the 70s man in a knitted roll top jumper. <laughs> As adverts go, I do feel like the fact that you can't make out what's in the picture will diminish its potential of selling you something. But um, <clears throat> unless the advert is for darkness. Dar are, you, are you sick of the light? Tried new yes. darkness. It's an, it's an advert for blackout blinds. <laughs> 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 barely enough barely enough light left to find your whiskey <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. i like this i like this photo a lot mm. all right well should we move Very on good. to the next one who's next i can yep. see what's happening okay this is from keith durkin very liking different. this one mm. liking yeah. this one very yeah from above mm. Uh, where's the set where's where's this picture set do we know uh oh god somebody who isn't me read it it's at the Be bottom of the Belgium. by the looks uh, right oh, no, hang on hello oh, no, sorry um, we visited family in naples and also spent naples. a week on Lovely. the island of ischia in the bay mm. of naples yeah. both images were taken on that trip so the first is an image looking down on the streets of the Cortieri Spagnoli in Naples. So this is from the, the old town of Naples uh, and is looking down at a brick paved narrow street uh, with uh, a person on a, a motor scooter going by. Um, and you're looking sort of top down on them. So so but but what is really great is the sun is really low. So the shadow of the person going by is 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 big and, and well formed and and. Yeah, adds a lot of uh, to to the image. I like I like this a lot. For some reason, it reminds me. You know that really famous Cartier Bresson photo with the spiral staircase and the bloke cycling by at the bottom. I know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, when I first saw this, I just thought of that. And I know it's mm. it's like there's no stairs in it. It's a motorbike, not a motor scooter, rather than a cycling. Um, he's going the wrong way. <laughs> it's just like I'm pretty sure in the in the Cartier Bresson photo, the cyclist is going the other way. But it still reminded me of that because it's a sliver of light and a, and a two-wheeled mm. conveyance you know, going through the sliver of light. And and so, yeah, I like this a lot. Mm. I think this is a great picture. I think the, the, the timing on it is absolutely spot on to give a really great graphic image with the shadow and the light. I think it, it certainly just, is. just worked really, really well. And nice texture of the uh, paving 
at the bottom there. And um, yeah, I mean, I think I think the only thing, and no, I'm not going to say it spoils it. And obviously, there was literally nothing that could be done about it. But you've got this washing line running across it, which kind of ah, uh, I wish that I wasn't there. Notice. I I bet you know what? Only that you've pointed it out now. I didn't notice that. Strange. Yeah. Well, sorry I've ruined that picture for you now. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, it ruin it for me. I like the washing line. I like oh, the there's always line. one. Yeah. It's because, it's, because it's catching the light. It's showing that there's, mm -hmm. there's lots of different lights coming from different directions. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm, I've been, I have been to Naples, and it's, it, you get these tiny, tiny alleyways that, yeah. that are really tall buildings, and so light doesn't always go all the way to the ground a lot of the time it doesn't so i really like that it gives, gives it layers and ugh. it'd be amazing if there was something hanging off that washing line in yeah. that dark area just cat yeah. like a, a yeah. sheet or something just catching the light of it it's 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 a very calming photo as well in terms of yeah. unwinding because it's yeah it is just a single person in a, a in a space so the space itself may be small but the, there is there is room to move it's my, my own experience is something like this being um i remember being in Kathmandu in an alleyway that was about about four feet wide and suddenly half a dozen mopeds came along and rammed all the people out of the way and we had to die yeah and, and, and yeah you know, and of course yeah you know, it's all dusty and and hot and stuff like that as well and so so this this seems almost civilized you can compare to that it amazes me there isn't any motion blur on that motorcyclist actually because you'd, you'd think that they'd be ragging it around the streets oh do you think it was posed <laughs> i remember once being in florence uh and it uh, on the evening like a friday night or a saturday night in florence and all the italian guys they come out in their ferraris and stuff like that and drive around the old town about three and a half miles an hour if they're lucky because the roads are so bumpy the ferraris can barely drive along them and, and, and the alleyways are so narrow and stuff like that but it's it's a, you know they still like to get their cars out and come out and uh, and why not if you've got a ferrari why not come and show off yeah the second picture of keith i think is it equally kind of striking i i love this picture because to me it it, it almost feels like it's a photoshop I know it's not. I know it's a real place, but it's so bonkers that it looks to me like a photo because it, it feels like it's very traditional kind of seaside scene with the deck chairs and people under the parasols and all the, the boats in the, the distance on the sea. And then you've just got this blooming massive rock and fortress built that <laughs> just feels like it's been plonked there through CGI or something. Um, uh, very cool. I really like that. It's the, uh, it's the Italian version of Tenby, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. i was gonna go with guernsey actually um i'm sure i've got a shot that looks similar a bit similar to this uh of of saint port saint peter port uh which is i think the capital of guernsey um because there's a sort of the 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 uh, the bay comes around and and the castle is on at the end of the bay at uh, the end of the promontory or, or whatever it's called uh Maybe fewer in Guernsey, maybe fewer deck chairs, but but hey, what do you think? What do you think of this one, Tina? Oh, I think it well, it's it just makes me think of Italy. I know that's obviously it is Italy, but it just there's something about the way that Italians do sitting on the beach or almost everything, it seems to me. They do it all very with a lot of style, and it it, it just looks you feel special when you're sitting on an Italian beach, or that's my experience of it because they. 
the deck chairs and the parasols and the boats, the little boats out in the bay. I can basically smell the sea and mm. feel the sun. It just and I, I every time I've ever been to Italy, I would just always think it's hugely civilized compared to what I'm used to. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I just feel special when I'm in places like that. I feel like Dina Lola Brigida or somebody like that. But I love this big. What is that rock? Where Where is it again? Did you say it was Sicily? No, uh, it's the uh, it's the island of Ischia in the Ischia. Bay of Naples. Oh right, yeah, of course. Yeah, uh, and uh, the castle is the Aragonese castle. It says. Um, I bet it's really old. I bet there's been stuff on there for you. You know what? I bet it's really old too, too. <laughs> I bet it's not one of them newfangled castles they've built there. <laughs> but you know, like I bet there's bits of Roman stuff, a bits of Greek stuff, bits of yeah, Norman could very stuff, well be. Bits, yeah, bits of Arab stuff. You know, have you ever been to bits Syracuse? of Norman stuff in Italy? They got around. They did. No, they did. The Normans. The Normans were in. The, ah, ha, ha, you've not been reading your guidebook. <laughs> the Crusades, Graham. Come I on, haven't no. been to Naples. No. That's I know. True. I know that on Sicily they definitely do. There's there's Norman architecture on Sicily. There's mm. in the, the cathedral in Syracuse has got Doric columns in it that were made of stuff that was brought over from Egypt. It's, it's nuts. Those places. Yeah, it's a lot um, of yes, bit bit of a, a cultural melting pot, as they say. Yeah, which I always get very excited about. So I'll shut up now. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Okay, what's up next? Oh. oh, I've got the Zoom working at last. <laughs> oh. uh, okay, right. Next one up is from Jonathan Becker. Uh, is uh, what well, I think uh, that this one, actually, as Jonathan himself says, this one is all about the light. So we have trees <laughs> over water. Um, yeah, light rays coming through the leaves. Yeah, it looks very idyllic and, and relaxing. Um, so, uh, and it says, uh, yes, Jonathan, film. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I was just going to read a little bit from, from Jonathan Stone. As he says, yes, um, IR photography came into my mind. I had absolutely no experience with IR photography. So, of course, the best idea was to shoot my first roll of IR film in my worst camera with no previous <laughs> testing. <laughs> Well, I tell you what, it's worked. It's come out a treat. Mm. So uh, the camera, I think, is is something I've never heard of called a, a Puva Start. Yeah. Um, mm. Whatever that is. <laughs> it's a, it's a very very it's a camera with the functionality. It's an old camera, but it basically has the functionality of something like a Holger. It's like a box camera, oh, except it doesn't okay. look like a box. Um, and yeah, as, as we were looking at the picture earlier uh, that Jonathan sent us, um, he just used gaffer tape to to fix the filter on the front. Because the thing with IR film is that it's because it's sensitive to stuff. Like you have to be really careful about loading and unloading it. And developing it and saying, you know, there's so many things. There you go. John's brought up a picture of the Puva Star oh, <laughs> with Jonathan's fantastic mod on it. Um, yeah. The fact that he got such good results in a camera that... It, that looks like it's been sitting out in the sun for too long. <laughs> yes, exactly. It looks a bit sort of organic in its shape, like it's got a bit warm in places and slightly melted. Mm. Yeah, I think, it, I think it's lovely. Again, just another one of these things that we were saying earlier about 
with the box cameras, it's another one of these really, really dirt cheap medium format cameras that you can actually have a lot of fun with. Um, you know, and, and, like the Holger gets all the publicity and all the press, but there's loads of cameras quite like the Holger in terms of being, I don't know, cheap and a bit crap. Um, that uh, also fun to play with. You should try those. Um, I, I really like both of these. It? How do you spell it? Pover. P-O-V-E-R. P-O-U-V-A. P-O-U. With um, infrared films, do you have to use a filter? Uh, no, you don't have to, but you just won't get any of the... Um... It's the effect you're after, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, because uh, if you don't use a filter, you'll just get the full spectrum of light come through with it. So you'll just kind of get... But it's, when you use the filter, it's it's chopping out a load of stuff so because like um i've used not that it's a true infrared film but i've used the ilford sfx before now yeah and if I you use that, that without a filter um then it just it looks a lot like hb5 frankly you know it or, just... or with a plane red i think i didn't have a special ir filter and i used that and, and and that's only marginally ir sensitive isn't mm. it um the the sfx but uh i used uh just a standard red filter and that helped draw out some of the effect mm -hmm. of the film. But but as you say, guys, it's not quite a true IR film, that is it? No. I think the results is, he's got from this are fantastic, though. Yeah. Is this, is this a true IR film? I've never used IR film. Uh, I think it is. He says it is. Yeah, um, I think, yeah. It's the film the one I Rolly Rolly Infrared. Oh, right. Like, <laughs> so I don't really know much about infrared. So it makes green go light. Is, is that what it happening? can do? Yeah, I mean that that sort of that seems to be one of the popular go-to tricks with it is to make foliage be very very white. Um, okay, but uh, but, it's, but I think that's more to do with the the way that light reflects off it. Mm. I think, uh -huh. isn't it? Because it's yeah, you know, it, the the color green is in the wrong part of the spectrum. So uh -huh. I think it's to do with the way that light reflects. You know how when you uh, when you're taking photographs of trees in the sunshine, and if you put a polarizer on, uh, you get a really good green. But if you don't have a polarizer on, you you often get you know, almost white leaves, not white, but sort of reflect because the leaves are shiny and they're reflecting in a certain way and stuff like that. So so if you want really good greens, you know when it, on a, on a good sunny day, put a polarizer on your lens um, to 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 kill out the reflections a little bit. And uh, so I think it's less about the color green and more about the way the leaves reflect the light. But I, again, I'm not an expert on that. Um, mm -hmm uh so i think that's how it works and uh the second image is is also awesome uh, uh, a very light colored tree mm -hmm. in a clearing that's lovely and graham did i catch that you pronounced it jonathan rather than jonathan yeah because he's german ah, yeah okay apologies jonathan <laughs> <laughs> it's tommy cooper's back again <laughs> what <laughs> Never mind. Don't remember. Sorry, did I say it wrong again? Apologies. <laughs> did it come across wrong? Apologies, Jonathan. I am, I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> it's got very it. good detail, hasn't it? It's very good detail. Yeah, it has. It has. It does. It's yeah. nice. He, he's managed to use that camera in a variety of equally unlikely um, ways over the cheap shot challenges, and there's got some consistently great results from it from a camera that you look at and think. 
this shouldn't be this good. Um, but he he has managed to make it do things it was never built to do. And yeah, I'm I'm really impressed with these. Uh, the effect he's got from these and just the general pictures, I really like it. Nice vignetting around the lens there. You know, it, it just it really suits the um suits the pictures nicely and um the processing's done. I I like, really like those two. Hold on to our last two, and it's a bit of colour to finish up. That's very exciting from John Michael Mendeza. Mm. Two very lovely pictures here, nice and colourful. So go on, Nate, tell us about these. Uh, well, tell us, so the first one uh, is taken in sunset, I'm going to say. When does the rise in the east sets in the west? It might be a sunrise, actually. I don't know. Anyway, it is a, a shot of Venice. Uh, and uh, it's uh, it's uh, either a sunrise or a sunset, uh, but the light is the and the colour in it is is quite purpley. Um, so uh, sunrise, it says in the notes. Thank you. I thought so. I was thinking I've stood on that bridge or wherever it is that he stood, and I'm pretty sure that's looking east, and so that must be a sunrise, and it is. Um, so that's really cool, and I, it's fantastic shot. Um, it's really interesting to me because you see so many shots of Venice. And this one looks different from those. Um, it's not your typical picture postcard shot of Venice. And I, I think it's yeah, it's more interesting uh, because of that. So uh, apparently, I think some of that look is going to come from the film. Uh, it says, uh, I loaded a roll of expired Kodak EB2 slide film. Um, EB2? eb2 wow. i i've never even heard of that um uh and uh uh he said it was yeah it was planning to have it processed in c41 so cross processed but in the end went ahead and had it done in e6 so it's been processed in normal slide chemistry um but clearly the expired film has, has had some of impact on the on the colors in it um and it comes out really nicely i like that a lot mm. I think as annoying as it might be for, for people who don't like to get up early, I do think the light at sunrise and, and the general atmospheric com, uh, you know, conditions at sunrise are somewhat better than at sunset. I'm really finding that at the moment. I'm this, I love this time of year, right? So this time in the autumn and also the corresponding mm -hmm. time in the spring where I can get up at my normal time, just go out in the back garden and get some really nice sunrise photos because the sunrise is at the right time. It's not too late. It's not too early. And uh, yeah, I'm not one of these people who's going to get up at three o'clock to go chasing a sunrise at quarter past four because that's just not who I am in any way, shape or form. But uh, getting up at a leisurely seven o'clock, stepping out into the back garden and taking a photo of the sunrise. Now that I can do. <laughs> not me. <laughs> well, you're still up playing computer games at that time of day, aren't you? No, um, even I've yeah. You know, by that point, even I've managed to make it to bed. Oh, okay. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Anyway, so I lo I'm loving this shot of Venice. Mm. It's uh, yeah, it's uh, it yeah, something slightly different and um, very effective for it. I I really I mean I love the picture in general. I think it's a really nice picture mm -hmm. and the colours and tones are lovely. I particularly like there's just I don't know whether it's a window or what it is, just on the right hand side that the sun has just picked out that little bit of brightness there. I, I really like that. Just a little bit of um Yeah. Something can't see on this because it's too small, but yeah. I think it's just a really nice picture. It's a it's a very relaxing picture to look at, mm -hmm. let's face it. Very soothing. 
It is. It could be. I don't think some some of it's glass. I think. I think some of it it might be ceramics. So it's 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 um yeah the the light bouncing off some sort of reflective surface that's on the on the wall of uh, that that building mm. there. So yeah, really good. Often Venice is very very busy, isn't it? There's usually loads of people about, and it's nice. It's not not busy. Yeah, I've I I think I've been a couple of times. I don't think I've ever been like in in the height of the season though. I've always been sort of slightly earlier in the year. Um, mm -hmm. I, I think somebody told me once it gets yeah super busy, super hot, and really smelly in the summer. I probably won't <laughs> bother then. I'll go in the winter instead. It'd be nicer. I've been in I've been in May and September. It was very busy, very fun. Uh, uh, okay. Hmm. And then last but not least, the last show in our last show, sorry, the last shot. That's what I meant to say right. in our Cheap Shots show. Uh, another one from uh, John Michael. And this one is of a beach scene. Rocks at the beach. Uh, another short trip we took in September to the island of Rügen on the north coast of Germany. Oh, in the photo, you can see my wife unwinding on a rock. Watching the seagulls. Yes. <laughs> and waiting for me to finish fussing with my pinhole camera. Ah, oh, yeah, we've all been there, mate. We've all been there. <laughs> it is, uh, yes. It's one of those ones that you, 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 you don't see here at first and then you sort of spot and go, oh, right, yeah, cool. Yeah, nice seaside picture. Indeed, indeed. Well, there we go. That's all of them, I think, is it then, Graham? That is, uh, unless I've missed some. If I have missed some, apologies. Send me an email and complain at me. But I really did look hard, so I don't think I have. <laughs> but I have missed them in the past. So uh, hopefully I didn't this time. So that's the easy bit done, Tina. Now, before mm -hmm. we started going through them, you said you had a favourite. You had a winner in mind. Has going through them again, looking at them again, has that changed your feelings at all? Has it? I'm just having another <laughs> drum roll. <laughs> Egg roll. So, do you have like a, a three, two, one, Tina, or do you just have a number one? How are you going to do this? Or just some generally good ones you want to call out if you don't, if if that's what you're more comfortable with. Yeah, you have to pick a winner, don't you? There's no winner aid. What is this? <laughs> Jesus. Everyone gets a prize nonsense. Well, I've got uh, the one The one that I thought that was most visually striking is uh, the picture by Keith Durkin of the guy on the motorbike because just because of the unusual angle. And I just thought it, and and also because all the different kinds of lights in it, and I mm. think that's something that I've seen in photographs that I've taken when I thought I've taken it for one particular reason, and then I've realised when I've got it back, oh, actually no, there's this and there's that and there's mm. this going on, and that informs other things. And I think that this is a great picture in terms of being a picture that gives you ideas about other pictures you might want to take. Yeah. But, yeah. um, and the other ones that I particularly liked, um, I mean, I liked like a lot of them. In fact, I like all of them. But the one that I particularly liked, just purely and simply because I just wasn't aware of it, was the Metropolis ones, because there's two people who've used Metropolis. There's Bill, Will, Bill Two, 
and who I know on Twitter. <laughs> and then there's that last seascape picture as well with the metropolis. And I thought that really muted colour was, was really interesting. And so I'm, I wasn't just thinking about the pictures. I was thinking more about um, the actual films and things because I'm not familiar with them. So those were particular favourites of mine mm. from this selection. But the winner is Tina. Come on. <laughs> oh, I have to have a winner. You I have, have to, to have it. a winner. Well, no, you don't. You could have a joint. So you, have to have a, you have to have a full list of losers, but you have to exclude one no, person. There's, there's a long. What it is, Tina? What it is, Tina? Is that there is a long-standing tradition with the Cheap yeah. Shots Challenge that Graham yeah. pretends that he yeah. will send something to the winner and then never ever does, and that is and our long-standing they, tradition. They always get it. Eventually, exactly. John Michael Mendeza has is. got his camera. He got his camera. Now, admittedly, it may have taken a few months, but he got his camera. Um, so, yeah. All right, then. I'll, I, I, I want you to send a picture not to Alex Purcell, but to his daughter. I want you to send the camera to Alex Purcell's daughter, and, and that's my winner. Because I just love that, yeah. I love that joy. I love that joyousness because I remember being on the swing. Mm. Well Excellent. done. Alex. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> a very worthy winner. I, I mean, I, I, yeah. As you said, there are a lot of really good pictures and a lot of very different pictures there. But yeah, that's a. It's a very worthy winner because it ha manages that dual thing of being. Oh yeah, here's a time when we were unwinding, but also this is a visual pun, and we have to reward puns, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> thank you, John. Yes. <laughs> um. I suppose we should move on now. Now that we've got the fun bit out of the way, we should now move on to the brutal bit where we realise how badly Ooh, we've all done. That's different. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Let's pretend that didn't happen. <laughs> oh, video um, glitch. Video <laughs> glitch. That's what they call John. Um, to the uh, hosts' pictures. Um, oh, now, <laughs> as mentioned, we uh -oh. uh, did less well than. Mm -hmm arguably the listeners did but that's pretty much part of the course now john i don't know what order have you put these pictures on in john uh go... let's, let's start with aid let's go start there. with okay. aid start okay yeah. start with the most right. recently shot <laughs> so so yeah okay well my my first one here then uh explain this so uh this is um a time this, this reflects a little bit unwinding to me uh, this is shot from the driver's seat of my car, waiting outside a place where my children have one of their after-school activities. Um, and often at the moment, in a weekday at least, that is the first chance I get in a day to unwind is when I manage to get away from my desk and, and, and the video calls uh, and, and slump in the driver's seat. Uh, try to so very, very deliberately focusing on the raindrops on the windscreen rather than the the scene behind it on this one. You know that's that you know, in an attempt to say this is my view from here. So this is about you know the experience of unwinding you know from what I can see when I'm sat there in those situations. So so that's the first one. Uh, uh, the I second one, the next one gets stretched into a reasonable answer. The second one, I have to say, is more of a conceptual piece. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a blackout blind advert. Well, yeah, no, yeah. no. So, so there is there is thought behind this, right? So, um, so again, this, this funnily enough, again, sat in in a car, um, 
uh, this time in the dark. And what I was aiming for uh, was uh, to track um, light trails. So, so using my camera to take photographs of light trails of, of cars or vehicles as they go past. I was only partially successful. I mean, I can hold some up to the camera here that, yeah, that, um, yeah, I don't know if that's something that that, that that's going to you know, put the cat among the pigeons in the production crew, I'm sure. Um, but the, the, there are three or four or five that, you know, that have variously come out with as, as black with little streaks of light on. Um, so, yeah, this is, as I say, a conceptual piece, uh, very definitely something I worked for, um, something that I abjectly failed. And I will be the first to acknowledge that I've completely failed mm. with this concept of mine. Oh, no, uh, but, go on. Be, be fair, Ray. I think given how a chance i would be in there first to say you failed so maybe you'd be the second to say you failed after <laughs> i say you failed <laughs> so uh yeah i have a um i have a, a, a small handful now of uh of um you know, shit i think is the word you're reaching for <laughs> i was gonna go with yeah sorry abstract conceptual pieces that maybe are works in progress <laughs> okay yeah 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 that's another yeah, thing <laughs> <laughs> anyway the point being you know sat in a driver's seat of the car while my kids run off and do something is is part of what unwinding means to me at the moment <laughs> that's possible that might be one of the saddest things i've heard in a while <laughs> well <laughs> sitting in the car in the rain it's unwinding <laughs> <laughs> you take your chances where you can get them when you've got kids to ferry around true that True that. Right, who's up next, John? Who's going to explain the uh, Oh, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Say it with confidence, John. Oh, no. Oh, no, it's my turn. Um, so a bit of backstory. Obviously, months ago, when I first started this project, um, I got my Cheap Shots camera out, my Helena, and I put a roll of film in it and uh, realised it wasn't actually taking up the film. It was just the motor was spinning, but the uptake spool wasn't turning with it so i had to come up with a backup plan the good news is i now need a new cheap shots camera so, <laughs> this kind of... this is this is a feature of cheap shots challenge john you know the, the, the cameras by the very nature of the the constraints of the rules you know are not going to last forever apart from the fugly which graham had to give away in the end of the yeah day. yeah indestructible so yeah the hunt is on for a new camera which is quite exciting i guess um but my backup plan was i used a disposable uh camera wheel with ilford xp2 in it which is the other cheap camera i had in the house and this is what i took um the first image is of two chairs in our garden that we sit in to unwind in in the evening as the sun sets over them. Nice. Is yeah, is nice. that the famous dark shed behind the? That uh... is indeed a dark oh. shed. Oh. 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 Yeah, see, I, I look at that and I think, oh look, there's there's seats where two old people live, sat in before they died. That's what I see when I look at that. That's where a lovely elderly couple sat in and then they died. Now they now those are dead people's seats. That's nice. It's funny you should say that because those has those chairs were here when we moved in. Yeah, they're, they're, they're probably haunted. Yeah, yeah, they're, <laughs> they're always warm for some reason. Whenever oh, you no. see them. <laughs> <laughs> it's very odd. Um, next was on similar theme to aid. My only chance to unwind is when I sit on the sofa in the evening these days after a do you know what? Oh, I love this shot. I saw this earlier before we hit record, and I love this shot. Um, uh, 
your pajama uh, your pajama trousers i don't know if they are pajama trousers but trousers, or whether they're yeah. just like a large check in a manly kind of outdoors <laughs> lumberjack fashion but your pajama trousers and woolly socks look great on the sofa and <laughs> uh you know and i was like yeah definitely yeah nice comfy sofa it's unwinding for unwinding me. yeah <laughs> uh, feet definitely i thought you'd taken the picture of uh a homeless man's legs sticking out from underneath some bin bags. That's what I thought. <laughs> I was like, you shouldn't be taking people on the streets. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, great. I think I prefer my interpretation. On a similar theme, I moved further up my body to get my face. <laughs> oh, no. See, now I'm with Graham. Nobody needs to see. Now I'm with Graham because that's like a Ouija shot. Right, <laughs> that's, that's not unwinding. That that's like that's a that's a that's crime, crime scene. scene. That is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this guy it was shot. It's incredibly difficult. I I really wanted to kind of get the photo without my arm in, and it's like it's really hard to kind of take a selfie without it look like you're holding the camera as well, isn't it? And obviously that camera. Dead people have can't do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think Ouija famously held his own camera. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, swiftly moving on to the next one, which was when I saw this unfold in front of me, which my daughter put her uh, rabbit toy on this little shelf. It just, I just feel like that a lot of the time when I'm unwinding, <laughs> just slumps on a shelf, just exhausted got no energy to do anything and what, that what was that film that me. had was it glenn close and michael Wait, douglas <laughs> yeah <laughs> boarding the rabbits yeah. Yeah. yes mm. john is like a boiled rabbit <laughs> so there we go <laughs> Not a slightly haunting scene. John. I have to. Quite I have to say, John, I'm loving the Ouija aesthetic on the two shots of you. It's fantastic, brilliant. <laughs> Composite of a homeless man. Oh, Composite of a dead homeless it. person. <laughs> oh, well, there we go. Okay. No, in, all, in all seriousness, though, to one of your legs on the sofa, John, absolutely spot on. That definitely said unwind to me. Brilliant. Thanks. I love I love that. For the moment I saw it, I loved it. I mean, Graham spoiled it now, but... I... <laughs> That's what I'm here for. I'm going to win by bringing everybody else down. Right, well, you're next then, Graham. Right, oh. Oh, no. <laughs> Let's see what you've done. Okay, well, I mean, my first one is very, a very obvious one. That's um, obviously out having a breakfast... We went out for breakfast and just a picture of Sinead having a, a cup of tea. Because that's how else does one unwind but with a cup of tea? I mean, I'm sure there are other ways, but I can't mm. think of with one. So, yeah. And that was nice because uh, we actually got, it's one of those rare moments we got to go away and have breakfast out together. So that was very nice. So, yeah, just Sinead drinking a cup of tea and enjoying it because tea. This, this is multiple levels of unwind. Um, so this is my son, Elliot, my youngest son. Uh, he is unwinding on the sofa playing video games, which is absolutely how my boys both unwind. Um, next to him, you can see my cat, who, if he got any more unwound, he would probably just be a pool of fur on the floor because <laughs> he's just absolutely slashed. But also, um, it, this is how I unwind. Like when I have my boys up, that is when I unwind because it's great because it means I'm not at work for a few weeks. So having them there is like, oh yeah, this is my unwind time as well. So um, yeah, that's why that one is uh, my very much an unwinding picture on all the ways of unwinding. Okay, next up, John, what we got? 
Oh, look at Hold these on. two. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Here's, here's, a, <laughs> here's a couple of randos. This is John and Claire unwinding on John's massive sofa. Um, uh, here you can see Claire's favoured method of unwinding, which is with a can of booze. <laughs> <laughs> it's red bull isn't it is it it's red, red bull no yeah, it's not it's like it's a soft drink that seems unlikely you were mostly speaking bottles yeah. of wine that night no um and john looking outraged at whatever claire's doing or oh, i'm not sure what that expression is john that it's is something. a good look isn't it <laughs> good, i had other pictures where you didn't look quite so silly but i chose to ignore those um thanks <laughs> john was actually feeling very poorly when this was taken hence the blanket hence the mm, nano thanks. blanket but yeah this oh. was uh my two dear friends unwinding pre photography show this was the night before the photography show oh when John was suffering see, Claire, Claire, you look somewhat disappointed in this photo like... <laughs> i can't remember what was going on <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely definitely some disappointment in that yeah look. Um... yeah it's because she only had two bottles of wine i think is the uh, disappointment <laughs> and Hold no on, what, what camera were you using for this graham Okay, so oh, oh I've uh, I just the... remembered what camera you had. With oh you. no, now listen. Okay, so <laughs> I got rid of my cheap shots camera, so I needed to get a camera. Now I'm going to show you my camera. Now this is, people will mistake this because I thought so. This, can you see this? I can't see whether this is in the picture or not. You were, well, well, that really well built SLR. So people might look at this and go, "Hang on, that looks like." Um, a Fuji ST605, the first camera that Graham, first film camera that Graham ever bought. It isn't. They might also look at it and go, hang on, that looks like the Fuji ST605 that Graham's mum gave him that he shot his myopic me thing on. It isn't. This is my third Fuji ST605 <laughs> that I bought mostly because I wanted the case that it was in um, because I, I'd lost the case for my other camera. It cost me £7. The lens is a bit broken. The light meter doesn't work, but I really love these cameras. <laughs> <So> <laughs> it goes all the way up to one seven hundredth of a second, the oddest top shutter speed. One seven hundred. So yeah, it's great. New cheap shots challenge camera. I, I'm, I'm going to do this. Actually, I'm going to rope John into doing this. Um, seeing as John now needs to get a, a new cheap shots camera. Um, I wanted to record a podcast about the process of choosing a cheap shots camera and um, the lovely people over at um, I Dream of Cameras recorded something for me ages ago. Um, so we'll do that soon. We'll sit down and we'll record something about mm -hmm. the process of getting, and maybe you might want to as well, Claire, because you're technically sort of between cameras as well, aren't you? Mm. Mm, so we'll get that done soon. But yeah, that £7. Okay, so that. so that, that certainly qualifies as a <laughs> cheap camera yes exactly and also the difference between that and my previous cheap shots camera is i like that camera <laughs> i don't want to use that camera whereas i kind of hated the fugly um so there you go um i think there's one more picture isn't john roll the last picture oh, that's oh look at that oh, hold on hold on i can't see it Oh, that, yeah. There you go. It's John unwinding. Uh, that's the day <laughs> after the photography show. John Cool, as he's known. Do you know what, um, right? Do you know what that reminds me of? I've got, a, there's, I've got a photo of me, which, Graham, I think you took. And it's me leaning up against a wall in mm. Oxford. Yeah. I've just in almost exactly friends. the same pose, just chilling out in the sunshine. I think yeah. it was you that took that shot, wasn't it? Yeah. 
yeah, yeah. it is yeah. indeed yes a few yeah, years ago now but a <laughs> lot of very slouchy friends yeah indeed indeed so there you go that's that's my efforts um you know thanks not, not you're welcome thanks for modeling for me john thanks. all right let's get on to the one which i think uh, listen <laughs> i think we've gone to one it's almost certainly gonna win here's claire's reclining was it reclining claire yeah this is my reclining go on tell us about these so, claire so um this camera that, I, that usually um tina i use the diana as the cheap shot camera but this was actually um a disposable waterproof camera was yeah and that was um 10 euros so that qualifies yeah um yeah and um i think yeah i suppose it speaks for itself so i i really love the sea um i've grown up on on an island surrounded by sea so i i really love the sea and i i would always miss it but um and i love warm sea so this was um on a holiday and uh yeah it's just one of those lovely lovely times and lovely places where the sea is warm and you're just there and you know that lovely thing yeah i love to do the starfish on the... <laughs> do you all like to do the starfish on the sea <laughs> you know what i mean after you're been very relaxed yeah, after a swing and yeah after a yeah, swing yeah. Yeah. hot bothered Think on the swing into yeah. the sea jump into the sea but do you, do you like that where you do you do that tina where you float on the top of the sea and you just sort of open your arms and legs like a starfish do you know oh, yeah yeah I, well I, it was more that. Than... More than that, just watching my toes. Yeah, so I like to do that, float on top of the seat, and then when you put, you know, when your head's under the water, your ears are under the water as well, yeah. sometimes, and you can just hear your breathing. It's really lovely. Yeah, so, that's nice. So it's one of my favourite things to unwind. And I'm a water sign, so I do like the water. I'm a fish, not scaly. Well, I don't know, maybe times <laughs> of the year, I don't know. But, um, <laughs> and yeah, and this is, a uh, again, in the sea. So, Claire, how did you did you have help with taking yeah, these? Yes, 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 yeah. Okay. yeah. Mm. Mm. So you took these in the in the uh, the Gregory Crudson sense, where is it? Like yeah, a, cr a crew of people who pressed the button for you, but it was all your <laughs> directorship. Yeah, yeah. Where right, was it? Right. Good where work. was it? It was actually in um, Greece on the wow. of Kepler. yeah. Wonderful. I have to say that that one where you're doing the starfish thing, it, mm -hmm. it, yeah, I don't know if it's the video compression or whatever that, that's coming through, but it doesn't look like you've got any clothes on. I, I've got bikini on. <laughs> <Yeah>. well, <laughs> thankfully, I have. Yeah. Hopefully. Did you say hopefully or thankfully? <laughs> Pardon? <laughs> Did you say hopefully or thankfully? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was lovely. Really nice. Really nice little beach. Mm. So there you go, Tina. You've mm. seen our offerings now, and now you need to decide out of us lot who took the best picture <laughs> for this round. Who out of the host? I mean, to be honest, I don't feel like this is much of a competition. <laughs> <laughs> I won, clearly. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but if you want to pause for a little bit before announcing that I've won, just so that the others don't feel like we're robbing them. <laughs> Okay, Claire. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I mean, I mean, obviously, well done, Claire. It was the moment I saw that picture. I was like, yeah, god damn it. <laughs> the star. Oh, that, that looks, it just looks lovely. Mm, yeah. looks... That's my rewind, unwind, and rewind. <laughs> recline, I mean, recline. Mm. 
it does it does it definitely does hit the um it hits the brief doesn't it yeah i mean i i went to portugal for <clears throat> for a few days uh, for about eight days in yeah. september and it was just it's just so nice to be somewhere else. totally <laughs> In the in the water, just mm. in different different places, different cafes, hearing different things, eating different food. Oh God, mm. been a long time. <laughs> yeah, been a long couple of years. Uh, yeah, a, a worthy win, Claire. I, yeah, uh, I'm, absolutely. I'm, I'm impressed. Yeah, Thank you. I think that's a great shot. A very well deserved win. It looks good. It just goes to show both you and John, like those little disposable cameras. Yeah, they're great. Ooh. They, they mm -hmm. are, um, you can have some real fun with those. And that's mm -hmm. awesome. Oh, they like Team... the colors. Yeah. 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 What, do you know what film's inside it, Claire? Is it a Kodak one or a Fuji I one? Or... Kodak, yeah. Um, I think a lot of them have got, apparently, I read that they've got a lot of really old old film in them. So I should oh, be okay. buying more mm. cameras, really. <laughs> buying them up. <laughs> yeah. It's probably yeah. cheaper than buying a natural roll of film these days. <laughs> yeah. yeah, certainly from Kodak. Um, Tina, thank you so much for being our fantastic judge this evening. Mm. Now, we probably should have mentioned this before, um, but we didn't. Because we generally, we don't necessarily start it off straight away, but it's always good if our judges can give us a suggestion for what they think that the next round of mm. the Cheap Shots Challenge should be as a theme. Do you have any that leaps to mind that could be a good topic for the next round? So it needs to be an activity, yeah? And that can be anything. It can be anything. 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 Oh, well, um, tell you what, give it some thought. And you can okay. always, if you haven't got anything straight away, then just <laughs> let me know. I will. I'll think of something. I'll think of something. Yes. That because our listeners never cease to amaze me in what they no matter how insane <laughs> the topic has been they've always managed to turn up some fairly amazing stuff so i, I have to say i find unwind really difficult i mean it it's just the the you know i couldn't get past some real mental blocks that i had with unwind like uh you know some really literal stuff like a hose pipe or something <laughs> so i must go and take a picture of a hose pipe <laughs> struggled for ages yeah <laughs> i i took a few pictures of things that i went out with my brother and his friend on on our bikes and i took some pictures of our bikes i was like yeah i mean that's how, what i was doing to unwind but it really hasn't it's just some pictures of motorbikes nothing is mm. like this is not doing the job that i wanted to do yeah it wasn't the easiest one but you know i think it was a good one it was a good like one that. it's a challenge isn't it yeah absolutely yeah. um we will hopefully will have seamlessly tucked it in earlier. We've got to mention at the time your video, Tina. If not, we'll stick it in at the end, right, John? For people who yes, are watching yeah. this on video, we'll seamlessly stitch it in somewhere so people can see a trailer for your fantastic video, mm -hmm. which, as Aid mentioned, um, they can go and see on your website, which is tinaro.co.uk. It is indeed, yes. Or it is on Vimeo, and we'll put the link in the show notes to all these places. Yeah. Other than that, remind us of your um, Instagram and Twitter feeds, Tina, because they're less easy to guess. Oh, maybe not my Twitter feed. That's just me swearing about politicians. It's good. <laughs> yeah, that's the best feed. <laughs> that's the best feed on Twitter. Yeah. Um, uh, my Twitter is actually um, the 
Tina Simon. I wasn't always married to Mr. Rowe. No. <laughs> and my Instagram is Tina R O R O R O. So that's Tina Row Row Row. <laughs> You're both. Uh, absolutely. Yes. And everyone should follow <laughs> Tina because the stuff is great. And thank you. You you do such a, a fascinating range of stuff that even if I don't understand how you've done it, it's <laughs> always inspiring. And I always kind of I, I want to know, or or actually sometimes I don't want to know. I just want to enjoy it and go, well, I'm just happy that this exists. <laughs> Both of these things. Thank you very much. Are you gonna seamlessly wrap it up, Aid? Oh, just yeah. quickly before we go, I've just no. gotta mention that it's the <laughs> no, forget it. Um it's the emulsive Santa sign up is oh, yeah. ending at the end of the month and mm. people need to sign up quickly and register for that i've signed and up a quick tip i had a problem when i filled in my form that when it got to the last page the elster link failed so mm. make sure you kind of copy that link and open it in a new tab or something before you click on it would be my advice but yeah get signing up the most wonderful time of the year allegedly <laughs> Okay, cool. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. It's been oh, absolutely oh, thank you. Always welcome. Always welcome. That's uh, yeah. It's it's great to be able to 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 speak to you. Great that. Thank you for passing judgment on us uh, and our <laughs> creative efforts. Thank you doubly for not making Graham the winner. He is insufferable when he wins. Uh, oh, you, really? Actually, actually oh. hang on. Have we ever had that happen? Oh, me i've won so many i mean basically i think this is the first one i haven't won by my recollection this is the first one that i've not won although i would rather nobody ever looked into those facts uh, uh, there you go living proof everybody of alternative universes mm -hmm. um okay let's try and get out of this podcast then um i'm not going to do it seamlessly because there's no point in promising something i can't deliver but i'll give it a shot uh we have been the sunny 16 podcast it has been a joy to to share our images uh and to share your images today uh, and on a, and a privilege indeed and uh, we will play you out now with rachel's band Rocha. you can get their album promises i should have kept on all good internet places and uh, go out there and do it because it's cool uh, there's way more than just the tune we use for topping and tailing our show as good as that is and uh yeah thank you again we'll see you next week goodbye Bye. Bye.